let me ask you this, Drew, in the big picture. Is the last three games of this season window, let's just, for argument's sake, say they're on the table. And they end up. Oh, gosh. And they end up Don't at nine and eight. I'm Don't asking do this you, to me. Well, but hold on a second. And they end up at nine and eight and they miss the playoffs. Does it, is it oh. just window dressing? Does it matter? Yes, it does matter because as a former player, these are the weeks where you literally fight for your job. Yeah. You're putting stuff on tape yep. for not only Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith that they are here next year, for not only Rich McKay when? and Arthur Blank, but for. 31 other teams in the NFL. So you're absolutely right that it does matter these last three weeks. However, if I'm a fan of the Falcons and they do go 3-0 and and they miss the playoffs, you're stuck in no man's land for the draft. What do you do? What is next? Did Arthur Smith save his job? Is Terry Fontenot coming back? What's next? And that's what I want to ask the Falcons fans. What's next? Because the argument that I would make to Mark Zeno who's sitting here saying, for a fact, Arthur Smith will be the head coach of the 2024 Atlanta Falcons. The argument I make is this. The fans aren't buying that. So what are you doing to get in the good graces of the people that support you and get into the stadium week after week after week? Because, Mark, they're done. They're done, man. They are done. I want to hear from Robert and McDonough. Robert, are you done? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm past done. <laughs> but uh, real, real quick question, fellas. Um, as the average Falcons fan, you know, we, we know who Coach Arthur Smith is. We know who Terry Fontenot is. We know who Arthur Blank is. But one guy that seems to be creeping behind the scenes is Rich McKay. Well, we've Could you explain to me, because I'm like a yeoman, could you explain to me and the fans out there exactly what his job is and where does he fit in all of this mess? And that's um, all I have to say, and I'll just hang up and listen to you guys. I mean. I Rich McKay is the CEO of the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. He's the chief executive officer. Right. So uh, you, could, you could argue, you know, team president, whatever title you want to give it. I mean, he certainly has his hand in football decisions and always has. But he is also probably the, the closest confidant to Arthur Blank uh, when it comes to football decisions and how things are made and. Um, he was Arthur Blank's first GM when Arthur bought the team. Mm-hmm. He was the GM of the Atlanta Falcons for four years. He also was on the competition committee for years. Yes. Um, a highly influential executive in the National Football League, Rich yeah. McKay. So um, his, you know, I, I can't 100% speak to with any veracity of how many decisions he gets in on. I don't think many of us can unless we're in the inner circle. Yeah, yeah. That said, I think it would be foolish to believe that he doesn't have input I, in I football would, decisions. This is just a total guess. Robert, I would assume that Rich McKay and Arthur Blank are sitting on the same side of the table when they are talking to Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith. I yeah. think that's probably fair to guess. That's, a, that's an accurate way to phrase it, um, that they're on one side and the other guy's on the other. But uh, he, he's, the last caller said something interesting, which I found. He said, we know what Terry Fontenot is, we know what Arthur Smith is. Do you? I think so. What, then, then tell me what they are. Guys who have made poor personnel decisions and guys who cannot overcome those personnel decisions. So you're telling decisions me, you're telling me Jesse Bates was a poor personnel no, decision? No, dude, you're Jesse Bates Drake, is one of the Drake, best free agents. Drake London in the was NFL. a poor personnel decision. No, Drake London's a dude. Everything about Drake London screams. What dude. about Kyle Pitts at number four? Well, listen, I, I was the what loudest about Bijan at eight? And I Bijan's you, fine. Let me give you a lot of Bijan's credit. fine. Let me give you a ton of credit. You and I were on the radio in March, and when everybody was talking about Jalen Carter, you on this very radio station said. 
the Falcons are going to select Bijan Robinson at eight, and they ended up doing that. Yeah, well, because Bijan again, you know, I, I had people texting me being mad about you know Bijan's use guys. The Falcons have been for the last three years, and this year will continue to be a running back by committee operation. Yeah, this should not surprise anybody. This is not new. They never were. Bijan was never drafted to be a lead back to get twenty five carries a game. That was never the intention. Here's what I'll say. The fact that Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith convinced Rich McKay and Arthur Blank that going into this season with Desmond Ritter as the quarterback literally puts their jobs on the line. I, I'm not going to argue that. That's, that's, that, I, that's no, the reality of and again, I'm not, the situation. I'm not saying their jobs aren't on the line. You're asking me whether he should be fired, whether he will get fired. And my answer is no and no. So, you know, uh, but that doesn't mean he's not going to go into the season on a very, very hot, hot seat. Tony in Atlanta. Tony, are you done? And Tony, are you going to go to the game on Sunday against the Colts? Uh, I'm extremely done. Um, I feel like Arthur Smith is the problem, reason why, because the guy has never really had any success with quarterbacks. Even at Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill was the quarterback, and he never really did anything special with him. Really? Uh, also they went to the AFC Championship the game. They went to the AFC Championship game, but besides that, Ryan Tannehill is not really a good quarterback. Now, besides that, okay, you got B. John Robinson. I feel like B. John Robinson is a Christian McCaffrey-like back that we do not use. Christian McCaffrey had three touchdowns on Sunday. Uh, and, and Completely different system. Completely different. You can't compare it. They run completely different well, systems. We, we keep making all these excuses for Arthur Smith, and we keep getting the same results. So we keep looking at it that way. We're going to keep not going to the playoffs, and we're going to keep be picking inside the top ten. So it's up to you guys. We have to demand a change, and if we don't, we're going to continue to get the same results. Let's see. I'm going to let you guys go from there. Thank you. Um, Let's see. In 2019, that was the year that um, Mariota got benched in favor of Tannehill. Tannehill came in and went 7-3, completed 70% of his passes. But what did Derrick uh, Henry do? Derrick Henry went nuts. Led led the league in yards per attempt uh, and yards per catch, yards per reception, um, and had 117 quarterback rating, which led the NFL. Okay. But, you know, never did anything. Oh, wait, so now that's because of the coach. No, 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 no. Because no, you're telling me. If you're going to sit here and no, tell no, me no, what no, Arthur no, no, Smith no, no. is and what he isn't. You're moving the goal, no, Come the on, The caller dude. just said Come on, he dude. never developed a quarterback. I'm sorry, yes, he did. Because if I look and showed you what Ryan Tannehill did in Miami, stunk. Come on, dude. What? Come on, dude, what? You cannot have it both ways. What, what am I trying to have both ways? You're telling me on social media last night that it's not Arthur Smith's fault because he didn't throw the football. But when Ryan Tannehill has a... Great year coming in for Marcus Mariota and Derrick Henry turns into an absolute unstoppable beast. That that's all because of Arthur Smith. No, 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 no. But, but hold on. Are you talking? Are you talking about? Uh, we're talking about different things in this scenario because you're at, developing a quarterback. Okay, if you want to say he hasn't developed Desmond Ritter, that is a fair argument, right? But there's also Ryan Tannehill was a first round pick. Yes. Okay. So yes. there's a much different talent gap. And he, Ryan Tannehill, went to a Power Five school. You rolled the dice on a non-Power Five guy, okay, who never played against legitimate defenses, and you know, decided to take a third-round flyer on him. Again, and then trusted him to run the show, which I think is where the blame lies. And I'm not. I know you're. Out. I know I'm not you're arguing out. you. I know you're. Not. I'm saying, is it a fire? You're asking the same thing. Where you asking me if that's a fireable offense? And I'm telling you right now, it's not. Devin in Kansas City. Who's who's the blame, Devin? Man, listen, you know one thing that's crazy about the Falcons and the way they lose? They actually have made me a grievous general on this. Um, Ritter 
for all the turnover mistakes and everything that he's done, you cannot argue from when he took the snap against the Saints last year to now. As a passer, he has developed. He just can't get out of his way. Yeah, you're right. I think, yeah. I think Ritter, he needs to thank Ritter because he can go to Arthur Blank now and say, listen, we've got three or four games where we lost games just because of Ritter alone, just because of the turnovers. So when it comes to the draft, you can, unless we're moving all the way up to Taylor Williams, I don't think Arthur, I mean, uh, Arthur Smith is just wagon for another rookie. I guarantee this offseason, we're looking at vets, whether that's Kirk or whoever else is coming up for a contract extension. Don't get me wrong. He's on the hot seat next year. Yeah. But he'll be back next year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, it, it, it's, I hate to see it because I, I know how much he rolled for Desmond and wanted Desmond to take that, that next step. But it is what it is. You want to say your job to Desmond? I, I, look, By the I, way, I can know, appreciate you know Arthur what I Smith. Well, well, first off, I can appreciate Devin calling in from a construction site. There so you go. Thank you, Devin, yeah. for listening. and and being a great caller, but I, I can appreciate Arthur Smith's loyalty to Desmond Ritter. I really can. Loyalty is conditional. But what Dennis Green said years ago when the Cardinals lost to the Bears on Monday Night Football, they are who, who we, we thought, thought they, they were. were. We know now that Desmond Ritter is who we think he is. He cannot get out of his own way. 